Welcome to the Live, Laugh, Love Real Estate Podcast. Hosted by Boston real estate agents, Lisa Loveland and Costa Hanses. On this podcast, you'll hear everything from real estate tips, insights, and stories to personal development strategies, mindset hacks, and all things Boston. Now, join me in welcoming your host, Lisa Loveland. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Love Real Estate Conversations with Lisa and Costa. We are back. And today, um, we have all kinds of things to talk about. It may oh, yeah. be a little bit of a scattered podcast. Um, <laughs> we've been super busy with real estate, with um, our new company the for personal branding, and with an NFT project that we'll be dropping probably um, in the next month or two, um, definitely the first quarter of, of next year. We're in the process of solidifying some art and uh, getting our developers on board. Um, so it's... Uh, going to be something you want to stay tuned for it's exciting very exciting it's like one of those things where you're just like we were thinking about before like maybe talking a little bit about the project but it's like we're probably like we're in the preliminary stages we have everything mapped out too we're just finishing out developers and the artists so it's pretty much at the final stage of saying okay this is the person that's going to be doing the art and this is we have the developer selected so it's like all right finalizing the art there and the developer and then that's pretty much go time of them just doing the stuff there too but um, we're both kind of like, don't want to explain things unless we actually have it going <laughs> and it's actually there. And it's interesting how it all came to be. And it kind of goes into what we're going to talk about with personal branding too. We started just being super curious about NFTs and this, this is the way, uh, way of the future. We're probably five to seven years away from it really taking hold in everybody's household, um, and everybody understanding it, but just brainstorming and going through all of the different ideas. We started with art. We started with all these music, and then all of a sudden we came to the idea that we settled upon, and uh, that's what we'll be dropping and kicking off. And it's the same thing with a brand. Yeah, you know, there, totally. you, you have a lot of different aspects. There's a lot of different aspects of yourself. There's a lot of different aspects of someone's product, whatever it is that you're branding. We're doing personal branding right now, um, and it takes some time to, to kind of brainstorm and whittle down exactly who you are, where you want to focus and how you want that image to be presented to your, your, your audience. Um, so why don't we start with the, the client that, um, we just, we just picked up last week. Yeah, sure. So for co-media company, we, it's a typical like marketing and media agency, but we kind of focus on content creation and different things. It's more of, we do a lot of things, but it's just depending on what the specific client comes at us with yep. this personal, uh, this, client specifically kind of is probably like I mean, we were just talking about before in terms of pricing how it's it's really tough unless you're like a, a kind of like a, a cookie cutter or just do one specific thing if you're just doing social media social media management just doing a specific amount of posts where it's actually like tangible then you can like have like a flat uh, flat fee but more when you're doing like personal branding where somebody just has like a bunch of things that they need but there's not one specific thing and it kind of gets into more of a um different things in terms of pricing but it, it's a specific strategy then you need to take okay this person needs all this stuff but where do i even start right. so what it came to after him speaking um he gave all these great details about how he was successful in this industry had a lot of experience here felt that he had a lot of knowledge but like had no idea like where am i going to present this who am i talking to like do, do i post twitter stuff do i post linkedin instagram like I don't know and how to do content. And what do I post? What, what, what's, what's the most important part? What message should I be sending? A hundred percent. So it definitely was uh, interesting to see because while he was explaining this, I was like, this person really has a ton of, like a wealth of knowledge to explain. I don't know why he has been posting content too. And it's like, that's the majority of people. That was me before too. I, I felt as though I had a lot to uh, kind of put out there, but I kind of had, I don't want to say I was like born with, but I kind of had like a knack for no, like. You have a talent. It's a definite gift. 
yeah, for just like, I guess seeing what I need to do and then doing it. And it's yeah. like some people like are, their strong suit isn't, isn't that in terms of content generation, social media, my mind just kind of goes to marketing and different things like that and portraying your message out in the world. But this is somebody that needed help with that too. So we're talking with him right now too. Um, I guess the main takeaway from him in our conversation was that is people have, they think of themselves in a different light when they explain all these things, as we were saying before, he explained all these great details about all the success he's had and the value he can bring. But and then in my head, I'm like, why doesn't this person just post content about this? Why doesn't he right. do this? And it's like, when you're thinking about yourself, you don't really see yourself in that light as that person that's an authority figure. You're like, right. oh, who am I? Like, I don't need to be, I shouldn't be posting content. People are going to judge me. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Right. And it's perfectly understandable. I think one of the neat things too that we're doing that's different than other agencies is we're actually incorporating coaching with that. So anyone can come and, well, actually a lot of people don't come and do that much background on you and, and kind of walk through your day <laughs> no, and figure no, out who you are because that's really how you, you get a personal brand across and have it be most effective. Totally. Um, so obviously we do that part of it and then you are gifted at doing the content and we also include coaching. So we want to find out, okay, here's your brand, but where do you want to go with it? And we do a lot of personal coaching to get the person to, you know, from A to Z. Totally. It's like we were talking about before too. It's like when you just, somebody comes to you with that idea, it's not like, okay, great. We're going to do posts for you on social media. It's like, wait, wait, I don't even know who you are, really what you want to portray. It really starts with that basis of who you are as a person and what message you want to portray into society. If you don't know that, then don't start making content because you're going to be like, wake up six months from now and be like, what am I even posting content about? Where's your competitive edge? How are you, what's your differentiator? Right. it's, it's fun. It's interesting. He's going to be fun to work with. Totally. I definitely, and if you're thinking about starting your personal brand, I think one of the, I, we just actually, just actually released an ebook. I did a poster from this before, but through his conversation, I kind of had this in the tank before about uh, like the content of it, but I was like, a lot of people like don't even know where to start. So we actually released an ebook just now. I posted on LinkedIn and we're going to do another landing page for it too, but it's like a, a quick start to personal branding, like yep. three steps, very simple and basic, but things that you should know before you're, um, even starting the social media or personal branding space. You don't have to know it before you pick up and get in touch with us, but yeah. you should take a look at it. For sure. It's free. It's free. Um, but yeah, personal branding is definitely something that you need to focus in on who you actually are in the message. I can't like emphasize that enough. Like yeah. I, I, when I first started doing content, it was like, I, I almost posted content of somebody that was me and wasn't me. Cause I was like, I need to portray myself as a, a person that is say you're, um, you see you're a contractor or whatever, whatever industry you're in, like you can either post content and you're, you're very, uh, rather new in the industry. You can either post content as if you're a new contractor mm-hmm. or you can post uh, content as if you were one of the best contractors. And that doesn't mean you actually have to be the best contractor, but in the same thing with business too, I, I don't know if I touched upon this in the personal branding or in our, an ebook or in the meeting, but it was like, if you're want to be a successful, let's give the example again, if you want to be a successful contractor, you're not going to do the things when you first start off that, when you first start off, you want to do the things that the successful contractor does, or you'll never become a successful contractor. You're not just like, I'm a new contractor. And so I'm going to do new contractor stuff. I'm going to make mistakes and I'm not going to treat my business like a successful business. I'm just going to do new, make new mistakes and, and do that. And that's fine. It's like, that's not the way you could do. And it's the difference between fake it till you make it and actually be it to, till you become it. So I kind of like that switching yep. character where it's like, yep. yeah, you might not be the most successful contractor right now, but you need to present yourself that you can do the job just like any successful contractor. And you have to figure out what it is you're good at. Hundred percent, and do that. I, you know, so many people, and I'm all about personal development. As anybody who knows me, <laughs> um, it's probably old and boring. But you know, we want to focus on some on our weaknesses, but we really want to focus on our strengths because our weaknesses 
they're they're going to be there. We need to be aware of them. Self awareness is the first step, right? Totally. Um, but we want to take our strengths and grow them. You know, that's that's where the impact is going to be made. Um, the efficiencies come in when we start to work on our weaknesses, but the impact is where's our gift? Totally. And how do we get that message across to our audience? And so you need to know who you are. You need to know what your product is. Your product could be your own person. And you need to understand where the need is in the market and grab that audience and grab their attention and do it consistently. Totally. And that's just, everybody wants like a one-step solution. Like here's the answer to your problems. Everybody, how do I get rich? How do I become successful? Yeah, and the, no silver bullet ever. Exactly. When I, when, <laughs> but when I first started out, I was like, well, what, what is the vehicle? Like a star trading? Like, I want to be rich in star trading. Oh, how do I get rich here? How do I do this? How do I be successful in this industry? But there's not, there's no clear. And I would read the, the books and listen to people that were successful. And they, they're not giving me a, a specific example right. of how to do it. But you know what? You go with your passion. Yeah. People need to understand themselves before they can even start that process. Because if you go with your passion, because if, if stock trading isn't your passion, you're going to lose interest in it. Totally. And then you don't have your consistency. You know, and even with, um, look at your own personal experience. You know, you started in real estate and you're good at real estate and you love it, but your real passion has been music and video and content and marketing. And you're able to combine all of those skills into that industry. 100%. Real estate kind of parlayed you into it, but this is your passion. Totally. My passion is the deal. My passion is coaching. My passion is strategy and, 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 and keeping, you know, 15 balls in the air at once. Um, I'm not good at contact content. I mean, I, I can't land the plane. My posts would go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> hey. We're a good team. Exactly. And you need yeah. to find some people that are... Before it was tougher. Like if you were like starting a business and like you were like had certain strengths, you had really no choice but to work on your weaknesses too because you couldn't find anybody to help you out. You couldn't afford right. to hire somebody to work on your weaknesses. But nowadays what you can do is if you have a bunch of strengths, if you're great at marketing and stuff, but you're not great at maybe the sales part and talking to their... One thing we took from the developer meetings is a lot of developers are great via chat. They can chat you up when they have questions, answer it right back enthusiastic but then when you meet with them on the phone it's a whole different story it's like yeah. is this the same person yeah yeah that was the, and this is in regard to the nft project that we were doing that we are doing and looking at different developers and you know they all probably can do the job yep. but some of them just had such a better presentation that you felt more comfortable it felt more of a consultative type of partnership and where this is our first project you know we needed that you need to know you need to know enough about the right questions to ask and where the, the, the project could fail. But then you really need to understand um, who these developers are, how they work as a team, what projects they've done before. Uh, they know the pitfalls. Um, and they're relying on the same thing. They're relying on their strengths. They're, 100%. Um, and, and they have somebody, a couple of them would have, you know, somebody else was kind of doing the sales pitch. And then the, after they figured out that our project was something worthwhile to take on, then we actually started to meet with the development team. So it's the same thing. They had they they brought 100%. in somebody who was good at you know, kind of ferreting out if we were legitimate. No, wait, wait, wait. I want all the money though. If I'm the developer, <laughs> I, why do I need to hire a, a business person? That's that, right. But that's the mindset it, people have. Right. I they, used to have too. Like what? People mean, don't want to dish split out the that work. Pie. No, no, no. You got to split out the pie. You got to get a good team. You got to get a good base. 
um, because in our situation, you know, we we're building relationships. All of this stuff is about building relationships because nothing happens overnight. Hundred percent. So we want to bring together a team that we can do this project with, and then branch off and do other smaller and larger projects. You know, within months of that, um, and it's really important to get the right um, peeps on board. Exactly. I, I keep saying, I think the word of the podcast today or the number is a hundred percent for me, but I'm just in so much. It, it's yeah. so like, that's such a valuable lesson in, in, in business and different things that I've learned personally too. It's like, I, I want to be the person that if I don't know how to do something, it really angers me. Like I was working on the website oh, really? yesterday. I <laughs> would never know that. No, it, it angers <laughs> me. I get pissed. I get pretty pissed off. It's like, if I don't know to like, I was trying to like, I know the developers are, can do the website of our upcoming right. project, but I was like, last night, I literally was like, all right, let me download the, the software and go to the website and try to build the website. And I was like, it was going well, but then like, I was like, oh, the format's off when I go to mobile. And I was like, this, and I just like, right. I was like, wait, the developer's going to do it. I was like, I was but like, you know what? It's okay. The developer's going to do okay. it. Then I was like, wait, then and 30 minutes later, I'm like, I'm going back on my computer and trying to figure it out again. Right. Good to know it. But in a situation where, you know, there's big stakes, better to hand that off to someone who's already tried and true. Totally. And it, the example, like, too, I, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk. It's, I've listened to it, like, a couple of times. But looking at somebody, not, not that they said anything specific, too, but it was kind of funny. Joe Rogan was joking around saying, like, people are, like, looking at Elon Musk, like, critiquing him, being like, oh, Elon Musk needs to pay his fair share of taxes or and, and being very critical of Elon Musk. And then I'm, like, sitting back, and they talk about Jeff Bezos, too. And I'm sitting back here, I'm like, Elon Musk, you mean the guy that put rockets into space that land back down, electric vehicles, underground tunnels, and satellite Wi-Fi in terms like that? We're, we're gonna we, we need to kind of calm him down, tax him more, <laughs> tell him he needs to do this a certain way. You need to contribute to global warming. It's like that's just my opinion. I was like, honestly, I could care less. Like, let he needs to be, of course, like the the uh, whatever right. like the requirements are. But if this person is producing this much stuff and benefiting society this much too. I think maybe we should give him a little bit of leeway right. just to let and him do what he wants. And he's not breaking any laws. No, These he's not. tax laws that have already been established. A topic for a whole other conversation. But, yeah. No, we, that's, uh, human nature, unfortunately, always likes to, you know, find that little yeah. negative pellet and uh, not, not, not look at all the amazing things that had happened. I don't know if that's because of envy or um, just where the, the human ego goes. But um, there's a, um, that... that you know, to wake up, to have a, a brain like that to wake up every day and have those kind of ideas and actually be able to execute them is absolutely unreal. Totally. And that's the kind of the point I wanted to get to is, and I've just been doing like the last couple of weeks, there's some books on it too, like Mastery by Robert Greene and just other books. I think Attention Hackers or um, something about why successful companies are, are successful rather than other ones. And Mastery is a book why like Charles Darwin and Michelangelo, why were they successful? Like way better than everybody else in terms of whatever they did. Um, you know, that Gary V book that just came out. Yeah. 12, 12 and a half, half. Yeah. talks about the emotional quotient in business. Yeah. Um, which, uh, a lot of companies, you know, back in the eighties and nineties never looked at, and it's such a younger population now and, and our business philosophies are changing and you need to be, you need so much more to be competitive in this, in these, in today's, economies so totally it's interesting to see a, a book come out like that that really focuses on you know how you're treating your employees how are you motivating what what things are really important you know how does what's humility play in it right um, and it's um you know you you really can get you get a lot more productivity when people feel like they're a part of the project the company and have some kind of tie into it right I mean, in terms of like the Elon Musk example, and I was like looking at him and like Jeff, people like Jeff Bezos and other 
brands and other people that are established insane amounts of wealth. It's how are they able to do that? Is it like, would, did they do everything involved in the process? And the more I think about it, I don't have the answer, but it's like, when I look at Elon Musk, it's like, he is super smart, has fantastic ideas, but how is he able to execute? It's they well. delegate. Exactly. Cause it's impossible not to him. He's the face of it. He has the ideas, but you delegate. It's the same thing with this project. I mean, you came up with an amazing NFT project and we collaborated and then you farm it out to the people who can do the parts. Yeah. I mean, I think with Elon Musk too, that's just hundred percent right. But in terms of like the, the overall length of his ideas or something that I, they're not really new ideas. They're just things that we like, most people probably think, how the hell do you do it? They're not right. even possible. It goes back to, he, he knew how to execute it. Yeah. He's like, how do I, well, we can't, the rockets we send can't land again back on a platform. Well, I mean, they should be able to like, how do we right. figure it out? Well, so this person, I need that person on the team, this person, that, how do I build an electric car? Like, he probably doesn't know how to build an electric car, but he knows how to hire the people that can do the right things to then build the electric car and then he can oversee it. That's right. And he understands the problem. We always talk about this. You know, if you want to make money, think of all the things that are problems and don't stay negative in that pool. Yeah. Like, right, what, 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 what is annoying me today? Okay, come up with a solution to it. Because if it's annoying you or if it's a problem for you, it's most likely a problem for a lot of other people. So now you have your market. Totally. And then you figure a creative solution to it and then you execute it and you put a team together. And so that's not a silver bullet, but it's a silver bullet in the way, in a philosophy of how to affect change and how to make money. Right. I was listening to uh, the sample of the Will Smith's new book, the audio book. I just like clicked sample. I was thinking I'll probably just buy it at the end of the day, but um, I just wanted to like see what it sounded like because he narrates it too. And the they for like Audible, you can get like a, three to four minute clip of the overall audiobook before you buy. And then the the part that he picked out was uh, the book was pretty amazing. He was just talking about how his dad, um, they were needed to build like this big brick wall or something in the backyard. And it was, it's huge. It is, the wall was going to be huge. And I think Will was saying to his dad, like, like how this is going to take forever. Like, what do you mean? Like, I, I can't, this is, I, I can't do this. This is what well, is stupid dad. We can't, we can't do this with two people. And he's like, well, what you need to do, all you need to do is focus on laying that one brick that you have in your hand perfectly. Mm -hmm. That's it. And when you're done with that, do the next one. And then when you're done with the next one, do it perfectly and you'll see what happens. And he said like, by the time they were done with it, they kind of just like almost flew by. It was a lot of hard work, but then you saw like lay the last brick and he's like, wow, I, I built this wall, but he did it one brick at a time. And in business, like they weren't watching the NFT project. There are a lot of um, Jesse Itzler, another person that started Marquee Jet, said the same thing too. How the hell do you start a jet company? Like, right. well, I need this. One okay, I need to hire this person. Stay present. Exactly. And focused. It's a lot if you think about it. How, how I want to get to space, and of course, space build that rocket. Of course, that's I have no idea how to do that, but I'm just giving an example for Elon Musk. I'm guessing you he probably was like, "We'll start with this. Okay, what do we need to do? Oh, we need the engineering to write the code for this, or whatever. If we're getting the NFT project where we actually know, but it's like." Um, that's a better example because I'm like thinking about, hey, wait, how do we get to space? You get the, well, I have no idea. But you know what? It, it, this, and we're not going to give too much of what the project is, but it's a collaborative collection is what the biggest part of it is. And that's yeah. that the, the scenarios that you're painting right now, he had an idea and he became collaborative and brought in all the top people, had a think tank and made these and, and came up with a plan. Totally. So in the NFT project that we're going to be dropping, it's a very similar type of um almost like a masterminds community yeah like a creative collective mm -hmm. we'll, we'll keep it at, keep it at that but it's just something that was and not something that was missing yep in the space of nfts that it was one of those things where you're like why is this why has this been done before who why and aren't then it people seems doing it so basic 
And then like, when you present it to people and explain it to people, even if they don't know NFTs, they love the idea yeah. of the community. Um, so exciting stuff. For sure. Um, that's our branding. That's our, our technology, our NFTs. Um, real estate has been crazy. So we'll leave that for another for another yeah. day. We'll run through some of the numbers and run through what's happening. You know, it's always always interesting in the fourth quarter to see um, what what's moving and what's not. Um, overall, I'd say it's been a little, city's still a little slow um, in certain price points. Uh, nothing to be overly concerned about, but inventory is still slow and, 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 the, and things are staying on, on the market a little bit longer um, than we would have seen pre-COVID. So I think 100%. we're still in a, in a bit of a COVID market. Um, if you need to buy, you need to buy. If you need to sell, you need to sell. That's right. You always say that, and it's like, it's true. I mean, unless you like don't have to, then it's different. Then you can time yeah. it a little bit better. But every time you try to time real estate, you just time the stock market. Yeah, sure, you can get into it and it's a little lower. But at the end of the day, when it comes time for you to actually sell it, it's not that much. Right. You probably kick yourself to be like, should have just done it then. If you like COVID, if you're like, oh, I wait till COVID cools down. Well, if you well, just all these did variants, it right away. Yeah. If, 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 there's a, if there's a need, then you've, it's time to make the move. And if there isn't, you know, one of the biggest things is I don't have anywhere to go. Well, then, you know, there's three options. You know, try to do a lease back from the person you're buying from, yep. move into a rental, um, or maybe you do it both at the same time, but those th that's kind of tough these days. There's no security in it. Um, 100%. Awesome. So I think that was an array of different topics, but I kind of liked it. It was kind of that more of maybe hopefully if you're watching this or listening to whatever you're kind of taking in the podcast, video format, audio format, hopefully you like that kind of, if you did, if you like that better than like specific topics, I mean, of course I've guessed too, but if you just kind of like the banter back and forth about different topics, I think that's kind of useful because I, when I looked at other in the past, when I, there have been like scripted interviews or scripted videos where somebody, maybe a successful person talks about like a specific topic or mm -hmm. like somebody in a certain field talks about their top uh, industry. But I, I kind of like the interviews like where Joe Rogan sits and he's like, just talks to the other person. And it's interesting too. So we can see um, what the audience likes more because we can see the number of engagements. 100%. Um, so let us know. And Word of the day, 100%. I keep saying 100%. <laughs> I think my mom was saying last episode, my mom listens to every episode and she's like, she's like, totally. I was like, what? And she's like, totally. I'm like, I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you probably said totally like 15 times. I was like, yeah, totally. And 100% are my words of affirmation. So I'll try to think of another, another great word to do it. I agree. Great. No, I don't know. I don't. Well, we appreciate you. And we are glad you tuned in. Um, as always, if you have any questions on real estate, personal branding, or NFTs, you know where to get us.